When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the raging bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcasts and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey, this is Bill DeMott. If you think you're tough enough, you'll listen to In the Room with Brady Hicks. And if you're not tough enough, <laughs> you'll listen to the Strowing Cappy. But I'm here to tell you, Hugh Morris says so, Bill DeMott says so, and if you have to answer the general election, he says so. <laughs> In the Room with Brady Hicks. You better be listening. Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com, as well as all your favorite podcast platforms as well. Check us out on there. Brady Hicks here, and, and I can't wait to talk to all of you. Talk some wrestling tonight. We're going to have a good time. Uh, so joining us once again, as always, we have the lovely Kathy Fitzaroonie. What's going on, Kathy Fitzaroonie? <laughs> Sucker! <laughs> How you doing? Good, Brady. How are you? Good, good. Thank I was you. thinking of you because uh, he made his return this week. Yeah, uh, fantastic yep. music. <laughs> yes, he did. Good old Booker. Good old Booker. I was happy to old. see it. He looked great. Oh my goodness. I don't. I haven't looked like that ever, so I can't imagine. <laughs> uh, 
The only thing different is Terry Bowden, that's all. Yeah, and it, it looks much thicker now. He, uh, yeah, he's yeah. not braiding it like he used to. Uh, <laughs> I forgot how long his hair got. Uh, also joining yeah. us on the line, we have the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. How you doing, sir? Yeah, great to be here, guys. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you were losing your bookie teammate. He still looks great. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't speak on Chris Benoit, but I feel like Booker would out-wrestle almost everybody in today's scene. Yeah. So, oh, amazing! Amazing. Oh my God, that, that that was the series of seven, wasn't it? They did it in WCW and in WWE. Yeah. Awesome. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, no, the 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 the, uh, the Chris Benoit thing it really kind of jumped out at me this week because obviously, uh, Impact Wrestling's Jordan Grace, who uh, like I I personally never cared for her as a as a performer, uh, and and that's not like a knock on her. It's just a personal preference. I don't know, whatever. Just uh, I don't know. But she she kind of went on record this week and said that um, basically anybody in today's wrestling scene could outschool, outwork Chris Benoit. And I found that <laughs> interesting. And now her logic for that, and she has apologized since then. Uh, but her logic for that was that. Chris Benoit is a murderer, and, and he gets no favors from anybody. Uh, I think you got to be able to separate the two in a way. I'm not saying that, like, Chris Benoit, right. you know, um, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying Chris Benoit was, like, right or anything like that for what happened, for what he did. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he was he was a pretty good damn wrestler. Absolutely. I, I found that yeah. interesting. Yeah. And Conan did yeah. rip her apart. Uh, a lot oh, of people did. Myself. Chavo I mean, did. Conan <laughs> did. Yeah. She did not expect that kind of backlash. Uh, it's really no. clear. And then, you know what's funny? And, and you know how they say, like, you know, you're never going to make everybody happy, right? Well, she apologized. And she made some donation. And um, to, I think it was to the... Um, the CTE fund or whatever, you know, for people with yeah. the concussion issues, um, which is a very nice gesture. Uh, Nancy Benoit's sister, uh, Nancy Sullivan's sister, whatever, Nancy, um, I, I can't think of her last name at the moment, I apologize, but Nancy, her sister yeah. came on and basically said that she was really disappointed how quickly Jordan Grace backed down from the whole thing. Hmm. So lots of wow. lots of interesting, uh, yeah. I you know I, obviously it's it's there are some really raw feelings there that are never going to go away, at least not as long as everybody that was involved is still around. Mhm. Mm -hmm. I I mean I've I, I've always <clears throat> taken the angle that you can be a really good wrestler and do something really awful, and that 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 doesn't mean that. You know, it do, it doesn't translate into what you could do in the ring, basically. O.J. Simpson was a pretty decent. I know, I know, he was found not guilty or whatever. He was a pretty decent football player, in spite of whatever else. You know, um, so anyway, 
I feel like I went down a deep rabbit hole there. Hopefully I didn't lose everybody along the way. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. It's topical, you know? And, and this exactly. debate comes up almost every year with the Hall of Fame anyway, and not just in wrestling, you know? But, like, should Chris Benoit be a Hall of Famer on the basis of the body of work? Yes, absolutely. You should be a Hall of Famer. Now, does doing something like that keep you out of the Hall of Fame? A lot of people say yes. I don't know how I feel about that, you know? There are people who still to this day, and not the same thing at all, there are people still to this day that are adamant that Pete Rose never go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. To me, that's silly. He had a great body of work. You know, what he did when, you know, if it happened today, they would just say, oh, well, he, you know, he has mental illness. He has a gambling issue, and they would get him yeah. help, and he would go in the Hall of Fame right. because he had Hall of Fame numbers. Um, yeah. didn't, didn't Chris Benoit have mental issues if he's suffering from CTE? You know, isn't that a disease just the same? I have a hard time mm -hmm. figuring out where you draw the line, basically. Yeah. I know it's such a touchy subject and nobody wants to alienate anybody, but do you guys, uh, Stro, do you have any thoughts on this? It's just, uh, it's just so sad that, um, people that you you know that were your friends and you know you worked with and and, and all that i mean I'll, you know you had a whole family i mean die all at once and you know and and yeah. all, of, all of all of us should be in the hall of fame and then some you know what i mean but it's just sure. it's just a sad a sad story you know it's just sad to me and i, I you know what i i still don't think well we have, or we'll get all the answers to that, honestly. I mean, by all accounts, Kathy, it almost seemed like, um, like a, like a momentary, like, possession almost, you know, like something took over him that wasn't him. I agree. I mean, there's... <clears throat> Like like you and you know Strobo said, uh, mm -hmm. he was an incredible wrestler. Sadly, we can't take away from what he did. Right. But are we ever really going to know the truth? No. That's no. It. No. Now, there was there. Um, yeah. You know, y y there's. I mean, I, I would love to see Chris in the, in the Hall of Fame, um, but more than likely he'll never get in. <laughs> I would say not, yeah. Yeah, but it's just... And, and what, about, what, about, what about Nancy? Exactly. Mm, she deserves it. Yep. She deserves it. Nobody wants to touch any of it, you know, and, and that's yeah. a shame. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. She had a body of work that put her right up there with uh, Miss Elizabeth and 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 um, yeah. and um, uh, Missy Hyatt. You know, yeah. Sherry. She was yeah. a great manager for a lot of years. Just about everywhere. Yeah, I I mm -hmm. I agree. It's a shame. It is. Um, and you talk about like. 
you talk about how like nobody will know the true story. Um, there's really only two that would know it, and honestly, everything I get from learning about what happened, it's like I wonder if even those two know what was going on. Like it, it just—it's almost like an one of those like out of body type things, is what it feels yeah. like. It's—it's it's so strange. Um, but anyway, I'd love to get your opinions on this, guys, tonight. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I also saw um, a really heart wrenching story about Scott Hall. It was uh, from a Kevin Nash interview that he did recently. I, I don't know if you guys saw this, um, but it basically talked about how he so so Scott Hall in a lot of pain again. I guess he had a broken hip. He was kind of like getting around a little bit. He was, um, he ordered some Chinese food, right? He's in the kitchen and he's mixing his drink. He's putting ice in the drink and a couple ice cubes fell on the floor. And when he turned to leave the kitchen, he slipped on an ice cube and he broke his other hand. Oh. Phone in the other room. He, he, he laid there. He passed out. He woke up. He thought, I'm going to die if I don't get something to drink. He was able to, like, you know, I guess somehow he got himself something to drink. And, uh, yeah, it's sad, you know. He, I guess he was able to call for help, I think. It sounds yeah. like he was able to eventually get to the phone, and, and, and Dallas Page came and checked on him or whatever. Um, but, yeah, he and he got blood clots. And it's sad. It's yeah. it's really a sad thing. Right. And apparently, like Kevin Nash was saying, that like all the Click members were trying to get to the hospital, and like he in particular wasn't having any luck. Like he had to like go to like two or three different airports, and he just he wasn't able to get that flight that he needed. You know, they ended up just right. hopping on a speakerphone with him. All five mm. members of the Click, and uh, you know they were there when he passed away. Over the phones. Wow. It's sad. Yeah. Lots well, of sad he, stuff. He, have you guys heard about Borja? No. I mean, I know he's sick. I, I don't know what's going on. He's really sick. He's got um, <clears throat> one one person saying, one story, it was on my Facebook thing. I forget who it was from. Um, yeah. Stage one, um colon cancer. Oh, oh man. He's had two strokes. Uh. Um, there's signs of uh, dementia. That's you know, sad. And, um, it's, you know, it's sad. And, like, you know, somebody, I forget that, it was on my Facebook, I've got to remember who it was. He, um, mm-hmm. he put up that, you know, he was at some convention or something, and he was, you know, talking and, you know, selling pictures and chatting with people. Mm-hmm. And then and then someone else put up a thing, like a fictitious um, GoFundMe or something. And, okay. You know, and it was basically putting him down, you know, because you know how Virgil's always been, you know. You know yeah, he yeah. puts up, you know, he's always you know, hustling, always hustling. But yeah. whoever this person was put up a fictitious uh, GoFundMe, and it was oh, basically no. um, putting him down. 
Okay. Yeah. That's horrible. It's, it's sad. People yeah. really are nasty. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, that's a shame. That's a shame. And um, not for nothing, uh, but today's the anniversary of Paul Orndorff. Yeah. One year. Yeah. Right. Which is really hard to believe. Because that one feels like yeah. it was literally just yesterday. It is a bitch getting old. You got that right. Yeah, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it really is. It really is. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the, uh, the number to call in. Um, and speaking of getting old, um, I don't know if you guys saw, but Mick Foley... Uh, well, I guess he didn't post it. He was just reacting to it. But somebody put up a picture of Mongo McMichael. Oh, yeah. I, that is sad. Like, it, it doesn't yeah. even look like him. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> well. So sad, man. Joe, how much fun was Mongo? Oh, yeah. He was great. He was a nice guy. Yeah. That's a great guy. Did you ever get to pet Pepe or whatever? The dog was Pepe, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mongo was always a nice dude. Right? I always enjoyed That's talking great. to him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I always thought, I mean, obviously, like, as a fan, I, I thought he was a little weird or whatever, but, like, to hear the way the wrestling community talks about him, and you don't usually get that as somebody who was basically an outsider, but I guess he kind mm-hmm. of embraced wrestling. So, oh yeah, not unlike uh, not unlike some loudmouth idiots that are on SmackDown. <laughs> uh huh. Right. And get most of the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Can you believe that they signed him for such a big deal? That's ridiculous. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if uh. you guys watched SmackDown this week, but but Baron Corbin. And Corey Graves yeah. making fun of him. That mm-hmm. was like, well, first of all, it was as annoying as when he does it. Like it, it really didn't like fall far from the tree there. <laughs> that, you know, with them playing air no. guitar and screaming. But my God, man, that was, it was hilarious the way they were making fun. <laughs> but that's how he is. <laughs> Bumass McAfee. That's what I say. Bumass McAfee. <laughs> but poor mom. You know, I can ah, poor all these guys. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, with Logan Paul, Logan Paul coming in, I'm more looking forward yeah. to see how, how he does. Uh, I mean, he acts like he has a genuine love for the business. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For sure. And you know what else? And I know, like, obviously, like. I mean, obviously, he's one of my favorites, and, like, I, I always talk so highly of him, and, like, he's one of the few guys that didn't forget me when he went to WWE, but, like, Tommaso Ciampa and, like, yeah. his promo on Raw, talking about mm-hmm. Logan Paul coming in, it was amazing. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, that so was one that felt like that really resonated because it was, like, how he probably really feels. And, and his work in the ring is so sharp, man. So oh, my God, yeah. It's a shame that he's, like, already kind of old. And, like, he has that, like, NXT stank. 
And I'm not saying that NXT stunk. I just mean that the way they perceive them on the main roster, especially the old NXT, it's a shame because had he just gone up to the main roster when he left Ring of Honor, he probably would be main eventing WrestleManias by now. Oh, sure. You know, he can go with anybody. He's amazing. His stuff with AJ Styles, for example, like top oh, notch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Top notch. That guy is good. Mm-hmm. One of the best what guys saying, they Kevin? have right now. Yeah, for sure. Did you say something, Kathy? No. I was just saying, uh, oh. great. AJ is. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> totally. Tommaso what, is the what man. About, uh, n- what about Dolph uh, turning babyface the other night? Yeah, well, yeah how about that? that. <laughs> I kind of figured that's what was coming after, because they just had that, um, you know, the thing with, um, oh, God, who was it? Oh, it was with MVP and Omos a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I, I, I yeah, I, it's it's weird. I, I don't know who's cheering for... Dolph Ziggler at this point, but good for him. That guy, like, if he plays his cards right, he could be around for another 20 years as just, like, a mid-card guy making money. Like, he seems, like, invincible to the whole, like, got nothing for you. Like, he goes out there sometimes and, like, literally... There's no storyline for him. But mm-hmm. he's like Teflon. He is like Teflon. It's That's amazing funny. how long it he's really been there funny. already. It's yeah, well, I mean, he's been, been there 15, 16, 17 years, something like that. Well, he yeah. he came in with the, the cheerleaders, right? So, yeah. Yeah. It's funny, like his brother got lost in the shuffle in AEW in a month. And oh, here yeah. he is all these years later. And here he is. Here he is. Unreal. I used to like him when he'd go around introducing himself, shaking hands with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Oh, man. Uh, let's go to the phones. We're going to go out to Kansas. we got Anthony on the line joining us. So what's going on, Anthony? How you doing, brother? Can you hear me? You all right there? Hello? Can you hear me? Man. Yeah, we got to, like, we got to find a way to inject some adrenaline in these people, man. Can you hear me? You need, like, a shot right to the heart. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. You know, like, in Pulp Fiction? (laughs) What? When she went... Marcellus Wallace's wife is, like, dying, and they, they take the giant needle and they plunge it into her heart? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. Oh, you're too much. Uh. What's going on? <laughs> Good. Hey, hey, nothing. Hey, How are you? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Now you're you're hey, a bit... Yeah, I was doing... I was doing Beavis because you were doing Butthead. Okay, Brady. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> Not much. 
actually had a day off. You had the day off? <sighs> what do you do for a living? What do you do for your shoot job? Uh, work at a truck stop. A truck stop? Okay. You mean like, what's a truck well, stop? You mean like, you like? what do you pour coffee? What do you mean? No, I work like cash register or the kitchen. Oh, okay. So we sell food and stuff. I, pretty much I got do you. Are you like off of 95 or something? No. Oh, no, you're in Kansas. I was thinking Virginia. Sorry. It's you're like probably off of, like, off. 66. No, I'm, it's in the small town I live in. Okay. Yeah, there ain't too much around here. You guys get tornadoes. That's something. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole time I lived out here, I've only seen, like, one. Really? So you haven't had like like really a scary ass moment like uh, like Twister, where like you're holding no, on to like the barn door and the cow's holding on to you and like you're both flying? <laughs> no. I was driving no. home tonight and the sky was like a yellowish green. I said I'm gonna be in the cellar. I'll. Uh, yeah. Y- you better stay uh, upstairs and look for something coming, Kelly. I'm only kidding. Matter of fact. <laughs> I saw somebody, uh, on, Wait, you around saw somebody? Delaware, that, no, oh. around Delaware that posted pictures of the storms, and some of the clouds looked kind of nasty. So, yeah, those are well, the yeah. to watch out for. Yeah, mean, would you be a storm chaser? I, mean, I, I just, every time we had storms, I'm always working, so. Okay. Do you ever, has there I ever been such it. a bad storm that you had to go hide while you were at work? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we've had, like, okay. thunderstorms that turn into, like, that, like, outside of town that develops into okay. a tornado and then skips out of town, away from the town, because where I live, it, for some reason, now, early years, they never hit town. I don't know why, it just doesn't happen. Okay. Now, like, mm-hmm. I've never been to Kansas. Is it in, is it really black and white there? No, it's not. It's very I thought black it was. And okay. I, I, no, okay. So they have normal colors like we do. Farms. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, like, when my mom was born, everywhere was black and white. I, Kathy, I'm yeah. sure you remember. Before they invented color. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) I said, you remember when it was black and white, when everything was black and white, before they invented color? You're a jackass, okay? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, you do. It's like like Kansas. It's like Kansas. I heard, I I hear enough jokes as it is. You hear, okay. Yeah, I'm just having fun with you. I know, I I know, but (laughs) you've made those jokes before, so. I have made those jokes before? I know I have with, like, Granny and stuff. With who? With Granny Hulkster. Do you know her? She's from Kansas. Granny Hulkster, do you know her? She's from no. Kansas. I thought you might. Okay. 
She lives off yeah, the road. Kansas is a big, Kansas is a big, big state. Well, I mean, it's one road, right? No, not really. Okay. There's plenty right. of roads. She lives in Arkansas now, There's anyway. She left Kansas. She turned heel yeah, and went to Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why she went to Arkansas if she came from Kansas, but hey, I don't know. What what part of Kansas did she live in? Like uh, city or... I I don't I know. Mean, only, I just like, ask her. There's only there's only like three major kind of cities in Kansas. I I was gonna she say says, she's either from the city or from the farm. I don't know. Yeah, it's the Kansas City. And the cities Kansas are even, like, like, I mean, you've been on the East Coast. Are the cities in Kansas anything like the cities in, on like, in Delaware or, or, or Pennsylvania or New yeah. Jersey? Yeah. They're similar? I mean, just, I mean um, Wichita is probably, probably about the size of, I would say, like, Wilmington, Delaware, but, like, Maybe the Kansas side of Kansas City is more like, I guess you could say, Philadelphia in a way. Like Philadelphia really? is okay. probably bigger. I mean, it's it's city life. I mean, you go on the outskirts, like all, you know, people, you got the ghetto parks, like the bad parks. It's city life, but like, are the people walking around on the sidewalk chewing on straw? No, not in the city. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's just like if you were going to the city, you would like the one in the wacky. Yeah. Oh, they probably smoke the wacky. They probably smoke the wacky. Well, wacky. I was going to say in Philadelphia they're chewing the straw, but it's a different kind. So. Now they're smoking yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> the wacky, the wacky stuff. Anthony, what do you wacky think about Liv Morgan? Has she gotten like huge or what? Yeah, I think I said this last week. I mean, I'm glad they did that with her, considering she was so close early this year. Yeah. I just hope that they don't ruin it, because after this past Friday SmackDown, it looks like it's going to be Ronda Rousey versus Liv. Yeah, so, I, I got a real feeling Ronda's going to win the belt back. I hope not. They're going to have to do something to yeah. Liv. I don't know. They're going to have to do something I mean, strong. But what what I would do uh, is yeah. have Charlotte come out and cost Ronda the match, and then that's the feud, Charlotte and Ronda, and you let Liv have a little bit of time with the title. That's what I would do. Yeah, that could that could be a possibility. That way, it keeps the belt on you know? Liv. But I don't want yeah. to drop at this point. Uh, they kind of either got something planned or they're going to back themselves in a corner with all this, but after seeing Monday Night Raw, looks like Becky is still trying to get her way in with her match with Belair. I just don't see why not they just don't do a four-way, and then that'd be a way to bring Bailey back, and then I'll just make Becky more mad. I'm tired of the multiple person matches. I just want like a one-on-one. Every match should be a one-on-one or a tag team. Eh, sometimes like a triple threat or four-way too bad, depending on how the match goes. I don't know. I just... Uh, to me, it makes it less special yeah. the more people you throw in there. 
Yeah, but... Uh, but I've never been I a mean, fan of it, though. I mean, they haven't really... I mean, what, from this Saturday, two weeks after that, at SummerSlam, they haven't really announced too much besides Lesnar and Reigns, the Unified Tag Title match with a mystery referee. Yeah, there's not a whole lot out there. Uh, I, You know, the only triple threat match that I ever saw that I truly enjoyed took place in ECW uh-huh. because they did it right. They would do elimination uh-huh. or like, you know... Uh, I thought you were about to say the one triple threat from uh, the first pay-per-view with Funk and who was it? Funk, Raven? It was or, Funk, Raven know, and um, uh, I think it was Funk, Raven and Stevie Richards I think. Uh, yeah. Something like that. And then, and then no, no. Raven was the champion, right? It was Funk, Stevie Richards oh. and... Sandman, maybe? I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't... Now, I mean, there have been a lot. I mean, the the only one that WWE did that I thought was remotely good, and again, the Elimination are so much better, was the WrestleMania 21, Uh the one where Hunter and Sean took on somebody else who I can't remember. Hold on, WrestleMania 20 or 21? Yeah, no, 20. It was was Hunter, Sean, and somebody else. And Chris Benoit. Benoit. I don't know that name. I don't know that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, so you watched all last night? Yes. Okay. Did you? Yeah, I was laughing my ass off at R-Truth. I guess he's got certified and everything. R-Truth should win the title. He's amazing. Our truth that's why I, after all the releases they've done and stuff, that's why he's still there because he just does whatever. He, he was part of Because he finds ways to be fun. Oh, yeah. He always he finds something new. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny how they haven't really done much with the 24-7 title lately. And something else... Well, I Dana know, Brooke I mean, has been hurt, so... Uh, okay. Well... She she uh she was in um, a car accident. So she's back on TV, but she's uh, not wrestling yet. Huh. I didn't hear nothing about that. Yeah. Um, she called to tell me. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something I noticed was, uh, ever since the little program they did with, uh, Mysterio's uh, Veer must be back on main event. The one show they do before matches, before Raw and stuff. Because I haven't mm-hmm. seen Veer on Raw. So much of that, all that hype for him. Well, they usually that's what happens. You know, they get a play thing, they play with it, and then Vince gets tired and he puts it up on the shelf for a little bit. and then Veer yeah. will come back on SmackDown, then, then they'll release him. It's I'll, happened I'll so many times. Hey, Brady, I will tell you some kind of what? that happened Saturday. Uh, I have Sirius XM radio, and uh, I called Busted Serious? Up Mark Henry. And, yeah, I got it on my phone. And I listened okay. to Bully Ray and, and all of them. 
Well, Bully Ray and Mark Henry was on Saturday. I guess they're kind of doing the Saturday show. And uh, I called in. I called in in the past or whatever. But like David LaGreca has been on there going the week. And then sometimes on Saturdays. Well, Mark Henry and uh, Bully, Bully Ray, or whatever you want to call them, uh, I basically gave a little pitch. I call him Mark Lamont. No. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, After, like, what happened on Friday with Austin Theory, or just Theory, or whatever you want to call him, running around the ring while Herman was out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was running around the ring, Herman was looking at him kind of like, who's this guy or whatever. Well, I was telling Bully then, what if uh, at SummerSlam, because this match with Herman and Bach, being last in standing, what if they like beat the hell out of each other and they're like kind of both down and theory comes down and casts in and all he has to do is cash in and say like take the briefcase before he cashes in smack uh, Brock, most likely Brock I would guess, that Brock does a big move to Roman and smashes him down or something like that to keep both of them down cashes in, and then he's the last man standing, but here's a swerve. Uh, Paul Hammond hands him the titles or whatever, and joins a line. That sounds with, way too uh, complicated theory. for WWE. <laughs> I know, but what, what, what was funny about it was uh, Boy Ray, they had to get a commercial, and he was like saying, I might be on to something. And then when he went back, they got like, thinking about it, they thought it was a pretty, pretty good idea. Like, they would be smart by theory to do that, but having Paul Hayden pull that off, so the center, he likes to when, know when you, the champion When, when you call in to bust it open, how long do they let you talk before they cut you off? They, they don't let the callers talk that long. They'll say, like, what they got to say, and then they'll say something back, and then they'll, like, cut then they mute off, them. and then they'll... I got well, no, they, See, they, I'm a lot nicer. They just, yeah. Unless you're listening, I'm a no, lot they, nicer. Yeah. But, no, they just disconnect you, and then you just go back and listen to, on the XM radio thing. Do you ever, but, do you ever call back and know. be like, I just got hung up on and I wasn't done? Nah. I ain't doing all that. Does anyone ever make fun of Bully Ray and try and get him mad? <laughs> um, I don't know. He... The thing about him is, he'll, he starts saying something, he likes to, they don't take too many calls, only maybe early in the show, and then towards the end, so they usually have guests yeah. on there and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I haven't really heard no one getting all mad. I know that David of record gets fired up. During I always the, wanted to call into Taz's show and like, tease him a little, razz him a little, you know? Oh, Taz. Yeah, I remember when Taz. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun to razz on him. Kathy, what do you think? Should I go into Taz's show and razz on him? Only if you have a death wish. <laughs> He's gonna choke me out through the phone. I've seen Taz get pissed. <laughs> so, like, I shouldn't like offer him a step stool to come to come step up to uh, me? No, no. no. <laughs> I'm only kidding, Peter. I'm just playing, Peter. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know. That'd be a good idea. I'm, oh, I'm years on ago. the phone. What do I care? Yeah. <laughs> True. I made it this long without meeting him. You know what would happen is he'd get booked on the same show as me almost right away. I guarantee you. (laughs) (laughs) He'll sneak up up on you and give you a transmission. He'd have to. He ain't doing it from the front. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Taz is great. Back Back in the 90s, they had an ECW show at my high school, Glasgow, and I'm guessing it was his car. It had Taz on the license plate, where the, I guess where the wrestlers parked. No, it was probably Shane Douglas if it said Taz on the license plate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I had a little fun years ago with Shane Douglas. At a you did? Wildwood. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll bet that was a fun altercation. Yeah, we were just kind of face-to-face. Did he franchise your ass? No, but I was waiting for him. I was waiting for him. All I I said was... You were waiting for him, did you say? No, we were like... He got in my face because he was... The way the building at the Wildwood Convention Center was set up, they had to go out to one door to get out to the main door, and he was going by, and I... Just being a fan, I mean, this was back in the late 90s or so. I was, like, sitting there saying, I was like, oh, Francine's a hoe or something like that. And he was like, what do you say? And then got all in my face or whatever. And he was like, your mom's a hoe or something like that. And I was like, that's <laughs> You know that's how ECW crowds get. Yeah. You know how the ECW crowds get. Get all wild and shit. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, shit. Uh, it was, it was I only fun. went to one ECW show ever. I've been to two original ECW shows, and then when WWE tried to bring it back. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't count that, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't count that one. I was there for the second one in Trenton. I actually made the TV show. I, Lashley was coming out, and, like, I, like, leaned over the barrier and, like, patted him on the shoulder when he was walking by. What do you do? Just look at you? No, nah, I just kept walking. He ignored me. Uh, nah, I had to put a little more mustard on it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it was back when, like, WWE took over ECW, and they did, yeah. a, I don't know, a live event show at the old ECW arena when they had, like, Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. they show part of ECW, and then, of course, a lot of the ECW originals. Like, I met, uh, you know, they both passed away. Balls Mahoney and uh, Axel Rotten, they were both pretty cool. I met them multiple times. Oh, yeah, they were both real nice. They were both real nice. Yeah, yeah, Balls Mahoney was really cool. Sucks for them to be gone so soon. Yeah. Balls was great. Yeah. they, They were all great in their own way. They were. Oh, yeah. I mean, All right, brother. I, I met... Uh, Go ahead. Who'd you meet? I don't know. I was just saying over the years, just meeting people over oh, the yeah. years, I kind of know who who is like, seems like they're pretty laid back, and then who 
You're in the Philly. You're. I mean, you were in the Philly area. Did you ever go to Sesame Place? Uh, years ago when I was a kid, I think. I was gonna say I met I Elmo. Uh, did you did you tickle Elmo? No, I didn't tickle him. We just got a picture together. Did he you, sounds kind of like Pat bird? McAfee. No, yeah, I heard you talk. I heard you talk. <laughs> I heard you talking uh, about Pat McAfee earlier. Oh, he's the worst. Why? They, you know, they they talk worst. about he signed a huge contract. I guarantee you, they're not giving him any money. Oh, because he's handing out indie more. performances every week. You what? That guy's just getting a hot dog. I guarantee you, that's his pay. I don't know. You, he's you, making you more money off the podcast. He didn't press you when he fought Adam Cole at NXT or when he fought uh, Austin Theory at WrestleMania? I think those two matches are fine. I would put him in the ring and give him a manager so he never had to talk. And then he'd be fine. <laughs> he had the best entrance at WrestleMania this year. But I, you know what? He didn't have a microphone when he came down. <laughs> no, he just came down with the Dallas Julius. <laughs> right. And I don't even like Dallas. But you know what? That works. I like, It was really good. You know, give him a football, not a microphone. Yeah. I mean... I mean, he's fighting Corbin at SummerSlam, so he's probably going to be like, obviously, a week every week, like, uh, commentator, and then they'll do something where somebody gives him some crap. I just, kind of have to do I, just hope, I just hope that Corbin beats the crap out of bum-ass McAfee. <laughs> I don't know. I think Pat McAfee, I think Pat McAfee's going to turn. Send him back to the Indies. Corbin. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Corbin. They should have him come out with his own laptop and microphone like I do when I do shows. Mm. Have him do what? They should have him. Or Kathy, better yet. Yeah, I just realized the, the, the connection. Pat McAfee is like a more famous Dave Spieler. Mm. He comes mm-hmm. out, he yells oh, at ringside, so cool. he stands up, he that gets in people's so way, cool. he dances. Well, I mean, I, I don't mean so to cool. insult Captain Dave like that. Captain <laughs> Dave is obviously so much more deserving of attention. I, I literally see no difference. Oh, God. <laughs> and then you guys were talking about Logan Paul. You think he's going to do pretty good? Obviously, it's going to look like a tag match. I mean, I I don't see it yet, but I think with Logan Paul, like, they're actually going to concentrate on his in-ring ability, and and he's going to get better, and I assume he'll be okay because he's somewhat athletic. So, I mean, is he good right now? No, but I think he'll get better. You know? I mean, he did. I I don't think he's any bad bunny, but I think he'll do. Alright, so you're saying Bad Bunny is better? Oh, hell yeah. Bad Bunny is, like, the best in-ring celebrity celebrity that I can think of. And that includes Pat McAfee. 
Well, I think Bad Bunny. Captain a lot more Captain Pat. Too. Captain Pat. So, I don't know. I say get Captain it Pat. You're wrong. That's what I'm calling him from now on. <laughs> Captain Pat. I don't know. All Logan Paul has to do is work on his in-ring skill, and he's already got the mic skills somewhat. He just got to work on some of that. And, but he can get a reaction at people. Depends on how they use it. So, Mark my words. I, I listen, you're never going to hear me say the word McAfee again in my life. Not for him. Pat, Pat who? Captain Pat. <laughs> I don't know. He can, he can sure can punt a ball. <laughs> I don't think go back to doing it if you're so good at it. I, I enjoy him on commentary, but that's just—I think. All right, Anthony. Well, it was nice talking to you, brother. Yeah, me too. Take care. Yeah, he said he enjoyed <laughs> Captain Pat. I was like, I'm done. Oh my god, <laughs> Captain Pat. <laughs> I gotta start next. I gotta start harassing him on in, on Twitter until he blocks me. Oh God! <laughs> Captain Pat. Captain Pat. He he does the exact same thing, Kathy. He stands up in front of fans. He yells yeah. at inopportune yeah. times. He dances. He makes a lot mm -hmm. of noise. He does fake interviews. Does Captain Pat have a fake... Stro, I, mean, pro I probably have never told you, but so Captain Dave, he's amazing. He goes to these independent shows. He sets up his mm -hmm. own, like, card table, and he does yep. commentary from it. <laughs> and he yells, just like, he yells just like Captain Pat. Uh, he And, 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 and he blocks people, he gets in the way. But nothing he does anything. He, yeah, he does interviews, Stro, and he does stuff on his phone now sometimes. But back in the day, yeah. he just had a cardboard microphone. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, literally, wow. he wasn't connected to anything. He was just doing commentary as part of the show. He knew yeah. his cardboard microphone. Mm. That's crazy. It's like Captain <laughs> Pat. Captain, Captain Pat. Pat. Uh Let's take a commercial break right now, and on the other side, we'll regroup. We'll, we'll talk some more. We'll take your calls as well. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we'll be right, we'll be right back. I can't stop laughing, Captain. <laughs> hey, this is the Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday... 9 p.m. Eastern. Just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews. 
Com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get, get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Nick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Bill Asher, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, the rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. 
talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room. The VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com. Check us out there. And as well as on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and Odyssey. All your favorite podcast apps. Just search for the VOC Nation Wrestling Network and you'll find us right there. Uh, Brady Hicks here with me. Kathy Fitz and the one and only WCW's Stro Maestro. And uh, we'll be taking calls for a little while longer if you want to call in. 914-338-1885. Having some fun tonight. Definitely talking a lot of wrestling. But before we kind of jump back in, Stro, what do you got going on this week? Oh, well, this Thursday night, WWE Retro, uh, 19 Eastern Standard Time on VHNation.com. We'll be talking about uh, the career of Brett the Hitman Hart. So we have Red Hearts no memories and moments. Call in, please. Should be a good time. And then Friday night, um, my heart sci-fi stuff is Zone at midnight Eastern Standard Time on my official Facebook page, which is facebook.com/slash/tonightshow. The feature for this Friday night will be uh, War of the Satellites. So please do The War of what? The Satellites. The War of the Satellites. I got you. God. I met a satellite in college. So she was a. Oh, please don't. She was a yeah. human satellite, yeah. She just rotated yeah, around cool. me and she weighed as much as a satellite. Uh, no, I, I shouldn't make that joke. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Oh, well. I remember, like, years ago, Kenny Bolin used to make jokes about, or he used to say how he was going to, like, take his podcast to satellite radio and charge a lot of money. And and my co-host at the time told him that uh, the only satellite he was going to be using was the one as a dish when he went to Golden Corral. And I thought that was pretty funny. uh... (laughs) I love me some Kenny Bolin. There used to be some great Kenny Bolin bumpers, and I, I can't find them anymore for the life of me. Oh, wait, maybe this is it. Hold on. I might have it. I, I didn't realize it was in here. Hello, everybody. This is Kenny the Starmaker Bolin. We're in the thick of it with the best wrestling show, with current information, current details, current facts that you want to know. I'm not trying to shove it down your throat. I'm just trying to help. It's a runaway as far as most entertaining podcast goes. For one, this is a show in the world. In the room. TheBradyHicks.com. My <laughs> oh, jeez. That, that was very much patched together. He would never say so many nice things in a row. Uh. 
914-338-1885. Kathy, did you have any plugs? I know you have the show coming up, but is it next weekend? Yes, out in Harrisburg. Legends of Harrisburg. Mm. of Harrisburg, I think. Um, rock and Roll, the SATs, uh, Colby Carino, Booker and Charmel, Tugboat, Deborah McMichael, uh, Mr. Kennedy, I know I'm forgetting a lot, Gene Sninsky. When the, um, when the essay... When the SATs come out, mm-hmm. they should have people where you have to fight the PSATs before you get to fight them. Oh, please. I knew that was coming. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. 888 So... Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we ran through a lot of the news tonight. Um, <laughs> Gunther got married, apparently. Not that big oh, of a deal. Oh. This is also, I don't know. Yeah, he did. He married um, that girl from um, NXT UK. Here's a good one. I... I <laughs> Do you guys remember when Brock was in the UFC? And he got a lot he got in a lot of trouble. I think their sponsor was like Bud Light in the UFC at the time and Brock was a champion. And when he won his title match, he said that they got in the ring and they were just interviewing him and they asked what he was gonna do now. And he said he was gonna go home and, and like I said, the sponsor was Bud Light. He said, I'm gonna go home and I'm going to drink myself a, a crap load of Miller Lite, and I'm going to hop on top of my wife. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, today's the anniversary. Let me see how long ago that That was uh, 13 years ago today he said that. So. Quite a few anniversaries, actually. Today's the anniversary of the whole Hogan and screw job in WCW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the legitimate screw job, not not the not the angle that they did in Montreal that time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys hear about? The, the thing about Road Dog, he got into a fight with CM Punk back in the day. Yeah. Because mm. I guess Road Dog was so so. Jesse James, he, he was a, a backstage agent in WWE, and um, I guess CM Punk was a champion. So we're talking about probably about ten years ago, I'm guessing, right? And um, I guess something in the moves that the Road Dog didn't like. And and he went to Punk and he said, you know, you should think about like doing it like this because like, I I think he said it was like anticlimactic or something the way Punk did something. And Punk just told him, yeah, I'm not changing anything. And so I guess they had a beef for a while. I found that was hmm. interesting. Was it that? Not it, saying either one is wrong. Punk? What was it? Yeah, that it was CM Punk. Punk was just set. Or, or Seth Rollins. 
am I confusing my story? You're right. I apologize. I'm being a bad journalist. You're right. He had a backstage altercation yeah. with CM Punk. But the Seth Rollins yeah, thing, yeah. that was what Seth said. I'm not changing that. it. Thank <laughs> you for catching me on that. Thank you for catching me on yeah, that. I, I forgot that. that. Yeah. yeah. So it's weird I to have two backstage like stories involving Road Dog. They probably came from the yeah. same interview. Sorry about probably. that, guys. But, th- Shro, thank you. you. You proved that you're a real journalist, and I'm, I'm just a hack. <laughs> It, it, it was just coincidence because yeah. I, I just read read the article right before we got on air. Right, that. right. I read them both, but they were a couple of days ago, you know? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, Kathy, I'm no better than Captain Pat, you know? No. Oh. <laughs> I would start screaming into the microphone right now, but people would just tune out like they do on SmackDown when he's on there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Kelly will kill you. <laughs> who? And Kelly will Who? <laughs> oh, Kelly. Ooh. I thought you said Pat would kill uh, oh. you. Oh, I said, and Kelly will kill you. Yeah, she would be killing me. If I, although she's awake. She's downstairs. I'm surprised she didn't try to call in one of these nights. This is the uh, rare opportunity to uh, to talk to me and put me on the spot, you know? <laughs> Not for nothing, but do you know what tonight is? Serious anniversary here. It is Ooh. 75 days until I'm yeah. off the market forever. Oh. Da, da, da. Da. <laughs> 75 days. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, I... <laughs> up. It's coming up. Uh, yeah, so I, I listen. I I think I'm good for tonight. I don't know about you guys. We talked yeah. about just about everything going on out there, and it'll be nice to actually be able to go to sleep at a normal hour. So, <laughs> what do you guys mm. say we bring it home? All right, guys. All right. Catch you next week. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, talk to you guys next week. Uh, Stro, I mean, you just did your plugs, but anything else we need to know about coming up? Uh, well, um, North Carolina Film Festival will be a part of that coming up July 29th at New Bern Civic Theater, New Bern, North Carolina. And then, um, July 30th, I'm going to be the Queen of the Rings for World Class Spring Wrestling and the next event I'm in Rockingham, North Carolina. And we're going to go to World Class Spring Wrestling on Facebook. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. Uh, so... The next time I'll be at a show will be August 6th. It is in Fallsboro, New Jersey. It is the ECWA Women's Super 8 Tournament. For tickets and information, ecwarrestling.com. And I'm going to work to try and get some of these women on the show. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to them and uh, try and get a little insight as we head into this year's tournament. So it should be a good time. Be sure to check it out, ecwarrestling.com. Thank you for everybody for tuning in tonight. I, I appreciate uh, each and every one of you for checking us out, whether live or over the over the airwaves after the fact. You know, uh, if you're listening for the first time, we go live each and every Tuesday night right here on VOCNation.com, 9 p.m. Eastern, and the call-in number is 914-338-1885. So be sure to join us, and we'll take your call then. Uh, that's about it. Everybody have a great week. 
Thank you to everybody who helps me out, both behind the scenes and on the show. And we'll talk to you later on. Love you all. Bye-bye.